Welcome back to Anime Savant, everyone. Um, I'm Jordan. I'm James. And we have our first guest this week. Wait, introduce yourself. Sure. I'm Tyler. Very nice to meet all of you. Thank you very much for having me on the show. All right, and that's that. Um, uh, let's just go on into news, and then we'll we'll mix Tyler up into everything that we're going to do today. So as far as news, I don't really have that much this week. I have um, Haruhi, so Suzumi and Haruhi, the novels. There's a new one coming out now. So that that's really surprising because it's been years since a new one's come out. So hopefully that means that we get a look back at the anime because I know there's so much more and the second one kind of just ended abruptly. There really wasn't any finality to it. So I'm excited about that. And um, the other one that I know that you don't have, James, is Shield Hero 2. They released the key visual and it just looks like it's turning into a harem. So turning great. into <laughs> i mean <laughs> i mean it well i mean I, i'm enjoying it so far okay i mean, i was enjoying it but looking at the new visual i'm kind of just like oh my god it's just it's girl after girl after girl after girl like they know can where we the money get, is like they really fucking do man but at the same time I'm like can we get some like some it doesn't even have to be like a masculine guy. Like get it like a femme guy. Just like do something. Mix it. Put a put an animal in there that has no gender. If like, you look at I bet you if you looked uh, at the demographics of who was buying those uh light novels, there weren't a lot of women. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. That's my okay. that's my bet. And then the other one, you can you can say the other one cuz Oh yeah, knows. uh Shenmue getting an anime through Crunchyroll. Um it'll be Anime through Telecom, Annie, which did God of High School, uh, Sakurai Chikara, who was responsible for at least the dir- directing uh, the One Punch Man season two, is on board as director. I mean that that's about all the news we know. There was a single promo uh, shot that was released. We know that Yu Suzuki is somehow going to be involved in the writing. It's not clear whether. It's going to continue from a particular point in the story, or if it's adapting all the way from Shenmue One. Um, eh. So for the for Shenmue fans, which I am, though Shenmue Three is just not a good game. Uh, but Shenmue I One and Two are, are time capsules and are still pretty fun and cool. Uh, yeah, getting an anime. So would I have guessed that this would be uh, the next project from Crunchyroll? Not for this coming season, but I think next year. No, I would not have guessed that. It's also being co co produced and co streamed on Adult Swim through Cartoon Network, which is also interesting. Again, a partnership I don't know if I would have guessed would ever happen. I mean, a lot of people thought Shenmue Three was never going to happen, so I guess this is just yeah. the era of weird shit. But I'm down. I'll give it a shot. Um, looks interesting. It's super '90s, so it is what it is. Yeah, that's what I got out of it too. I mean, I'm definitely not a a Shinmu person. I don't. Th- I haven't played any of them, but I always was paying attention to the, the stuff around Shinmu Three. So I was like, "Oh, this looks interesting." I mean, I'll watch it since it has such a huge fan base and they love that shit. But yep. So that's all I yeah. got for news. That's all I got for news too. Okay, let's hop into weekly reviews. What do you want to start with? Uh, I'll start off with Fire Force. Um, we're getting to the end, or we guess we effectively finished 
the Oasis arc. Uh, I, there was a lot here that, that was cool for me, even though I, I'm a reader, because I'd forgotten a lot of the details uh, about mm. the, the backstory, history, and some of the characters. So I just felt like this was a... This moved the story to a place now where we're cutting into those mysteries. And if I remember from the opening, I think we're also going to get some amount of interaction with Joker uh, over the rest, I guess the last three or f- how many episodes left? I guess it's four. Yeah, um, four episodes. Yeah, I so mean, yeah, couple- because they show the they show a fight scene between him and Benny Maru and um, the first captain. Yeah, there's a there's a cool short uh, story beat that involves those characters that I wasn't sure exactly how it would line up with their timing for the rest of the season, but I think it will. So I'm very excited. I think uh, the other cool thing in this episode for me was the animation for uh, Shinra sort of going beyond time, but in a much more controlled mm-hmm. way. I thought it was really cool, and season looks good. So nice, solid episode did a lot yeah i'm gonna agree with the doing a lot because i had to rewind it a few times especially while the black woman was speaking and i was like wait what did she say okay so what does this mean okay so what are we doing who did what like and it was they gave us a lot of info on the evangelist yeah yeah it was a lot of info on the evangelist and then they kind of like the black woman was like i guess built up over the past few weeks and then she basically was just like she brought me here on a whim like, I'm actually not important. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> what? Wait, what? So so then what's going on? And then the the, in, the thing about the evangelist has probably been the one that's, like, shaped all of the religions in the world. Right, I thought that was pretty ages cool. ages ago. I was like, what the fuck is going on? How old is this person? Is the spatial dimension, like... Is the, this time run slower there? And was she able to just like, you know, cross over when she wanted to and diddly daddly here and then hop on the fuck back to the spatial dimension? I was just like, the possibilities just kind of exploded in my mind while they were saying all that stuff. And then the, the evangelist opening her mouth and it looked like a universe inside of it. I was like, what is that? What's going on? Yeah, what it, it's super interesting. Bugs. And they will be get And they, the I think the revelation about the bugs, how like... Bugs in general may actually all be from... I mean, they, they hinted at this in season one. But, like, bugs being, like, sort of a in not from this dimension. I thought that was crazy. Mm. Yeah, I... I was just like, okay, this is a lot. I have no idea what's going on. But I am really excited for next week, especially with the, um, the episode titled Dark Hero, when they're going to be talking about Licht. I was just like, oh, this is interesting because they've been portraying he, he and Joker not as antagonists, but kind of just like a chaotic neutral party. Yep. And so I'm very interested to see, like, you know, what is his, what is his form of justice that they're talking about? Also, the music was fucking gorgeous when uh, um, the black woman was doing like her ex- her whole exposition, like the part with like the the mini chorus. Like it was so haunting while she was doing that whole scene and I was just like, oh, this is fucking good. Like my eyes were glued to the screen and my ears were like, bitch, what are you listening to? This is good. Yeah, we'll probably come back on on this season um for Fire Force as sort of Loki having some of the best music um of the the big shows that were out this yeah. year. But it doesn't okay. it like week to week you don't notice it as much uh 
At least I don't. I don't notice it as much. But it, it, every time I do pay attention, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is actually really good. Yeah. Um. All right, let's do God of High School next, then. Sure. Um, a lot happened in this episode, and I'm going to continue my general criticism, which is things look great, things sound great, but they're cramming a lot of material into um, a very small space. Uh, and I don't know if it... For for those who are not readers, it's not obvious to me that like it works or it's something that like people can digest and have it make any sense because the story of, of God of High I... School is like is both very complicated, but then at the uh-huh. other end, it's not that complex, and so I feel like the way they're yeah. presenting it makes the complicatedness of it more daunting to an audience. It makes you kind of want to dismiss. Like things happening because they kind of don't make any sense. Like in this episode, okay, we, we yes. had like the whole the whole plot of Jin Mori leaving the tournament to go fight that other dude. And what they don't make clear is like what is the time frame as to when this is happening. Like mm-hmm. they, it, it appears like he just runs right before the fight and then gets back fifteen minutes later. And oh yeah, a whole bunch of other stuff like happened off screen. Like he basically off screen killed that dude and then came back mad. Whereas yeah. in the manga, it's pretty clear that it, it's this all his little escapade started way before and he just gets back in time. So, you know, oh. things like that, I just think are sloppy because they're trying to cram so much shit in that it's not being paced in a reasonable way. OK, because I'm definitely of the camp where it's starting to so many story elements are start to happening starting to happen back to back to back so fast that I'm kind of just like okay when's the next fight yeah like, that's what that's exactly where I'm at as well which is like it it has that feeling because of the way they're producing it not necessarily yeah. because like it makes sense or is a good idea or anything else and then also they um have removed whole characters um from what? the part that they're in so it's like why did we do it this way it's not... they removed whole characters in a in a sense yeah like when he goes to i don't want to like spoil it for people who are readers yeah but like well, the yeah. whole setup for him going to the uh the warehouse involves him interacting with more of like Knox. a little bit more there's like one or two more characters and then the the because of like again that timing of like when things happen you kind of you don't have maybe as much of the tension as to like whether he'll get back to the fight in time but you still uh-huh. have like you kind of know how shit fits together also we found out about like mira having a national treasure and not really knowing about it and, and what is yada. a national treasure i don't even know what the fuck a national treasure is exactly they they very briefly have a sentence in the last episode where they mention this idea that it's great spirits are are one end of like you know gods and spirits and then yeah. on top of that there are weapons that embody that that sort of have a connection to those gods or spirits so you saw an example when they fought that first team the guy had like thor's hammer like he had no relation to that god like physically he wasn't carrying a weapon or anything else but he was able to yeah. like unleash his chariot and like and find that connection whereas for mira hers comes through that sword directly so again it would be nice to know that it would be nice to know what the rules are 
they kind of just like throw a rule at you in the middle of a fight and then they're kind of like you know this is you get it, it right is. let's keep going yeah let's keep going so you know got a high school got gonna got a high school i very much enjoy um this series so the best parts of it are it get it gets better and better in terms of like fights and interesting powers and all that stuff does the story itself make more sense over time i mean i i guess but <laughs> but it's but again they've they're cramming so much like you could probably take some of these fights that are happening now and they could one fight could be two episodes long you know like it could get a hajime no ippo treatment and it would be fine but they're just trying to like move forward so aggressively and i i'm not totally sure why that is because i think we're now at like chapter 60 ish mm-hmm. 65 something like that i mean it's only been like eight or nine episodes so they're 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 putting a lot like something like five or five or six chapters into a single episode that's just i don't know feels like a bad idea but it is what it is well um tyler are you still there <laughs> oh yeah oh i'm here <laughs> so what do you think so far <laughs> what you've heard oh man as, as, <laughs> I I agree with everything that you just said. It's uh, on these shows that I've seen every episode of and absolutely read. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, Tyler is gonna have plenty to say in a little bit. We're just getting through. We're getting through our regular shit. Okay. Oh, you're ca- good. It's, it's, ca- it's coming. Listen, we'll, we'll just cut this part. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, are we? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, okay. So. If got a high school oh, it is what it is. I yeah, I mean I agree. I'm I'm good. Um, decadence, fucking decadence. My I'm fave, so pleased. Fave of the I was, season. I was so pleased. It's so good. It's like worth it. Yeah, I think it's this so episode. Remember, remember, we were like, what are the? What's it gonna be like when the robots have to like those weird, weird looking robots have to interact with these normal looking people? And I specifically, I was like, Sarko Z is gonna look mad awkward. Next yep. to everyone, oh, they took care of that in this episode. <laughs> yeah, threw his ass oh. down a hole. I, I enjoyed it. I really, really, I just yeah, I just it was a really fun episode. It moved shit along. We got our action scenes. We got our moment of like, oh shit, someone died. No, they didn't. Of course they didn't. Um, Jill was a badass the entire time. Ugh. Oh, I love that character. Yeah, Joe is sick. Ugh. Oh, I love her so much. I'm just like, fuck. And I know, I know that she's like something. She's something else. Like, I know that she probably, she probably helped design the fucking game, or to some extent. Like, well, they I have know to ex- that they're gonna. Ha- I would like them to explain a little bit about the backstory of those surviving characters who come out of the the jail. I'd like mm-hmm. to know that because because the fact that wasn't it was it um. Was it uh, Sakuragi uh, or I don't know who who had like that one line where they were like, oh, shoot, what is like, who is Jill? Like, what's mm. going on here? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that'd be nice for them to explain that. I mean, yeah, I want more Jill. Um, the OK, so my favorite part of the episode was literally the last um the last few seconds. The mind break like, scene. The, the, the mind. Yeah. The elect the static. Yeah. I was like. Bitch, this 
It was so good. It was the perfect way to end the episode. I was just like, oh, she just snapped. Oh, shit. Like, yeah, it was good. I'll have a, I'll so have a bigger so rant on this later. I think that part of what I really like about Decadence is not that it is doing anything that's revolutionary or, or mind-blowing. It's actually doing very, very basic things that you would expect from storytelling. And the fact that it stands out so much is a testament <laughs> to the fact that it, it's so rarely done. Like, even that yeah. scene at the end, they just foreshadow it in the first five minutes of the episode, right? It Like Jill says to, to Kaburagi, she's like, hey, guess what? Uh, if you let that human know what the F is going on, it might fuck her up. And he's like, yeah, well, mm-hmm. we're going to have to deal with that when it comes. Easy. All you got to <laughs> do is just set up the moment and then pay it off later. Set up a moment and then pay it off later. It's it's and basic. You almost see it coming um, several times. Like it's not he doesn't try to do it once, or like he doesn't tell her just that one time. Like you can see him trying to communicate it to her, and then her basically like, oh yeah, whatever, or oh we got to move, or something else that always interrupts it. But yeah, like I, I want I want more. Like that's my main that's my main judge. That's the one I'm like looking, looking forward to right now. Cause I really haven't even picked up anything else um, again. I'm kind of just waiting for everything to finish. And then I'm just going to like pick like a few days um, before October and just binge everything and probably go crazy. But decadent is just, uh, it's decadent. It's good. It's a good, it's this, this season original, uh, and competent. Yes, it's a good original. It's just and competently done. Hmm. Yes. You yes. Know, so there's a lot of it. We, we at least even even in this short run, we've seen a lot of examples of shows that may have one or two good motivating concepts, i.e., something interesting you can hang a story on or hang some characters on and pull out some drama or good moments or opportunities to. Uh, wow people with animation or whatever and then Mm -hmm. there's the meat and potatoes of storytelling which very often fall away for a variety of reasons this is not a show where those meat and potatoes are ignored that's like i'm i'm not sitting here saying it's it's setting the world on fire in terms of original ideas a lot of it is actually very derivative when you start to think about it but that's not necessarily a bad thing. It just means that the folks writing it uh, and and the folks managing the presentation are aware of what it, what has come before and are making good use of it. So, thumbs up for me. Good episode. Yeah. Agreed. I'm going to have to start watching Decadence now. This sounds amazing. Oh, it, you should. It is amazing. Go. It's on Hulu. Go watch it on Hulu. Ooh, absolutely. Um, what is... Okay, that's it. Let's move on to the meat. We're talking a lot of food metaphors this week, but no food wars. Yeah, no, man, I'm not, I'm not talking about food wars until it fucking ends. I'm tired of that shit. I got you. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm watching food wars when I eat, and I'm not eating... Well, wait, okay, never mind. That oh, that's fair. That makes, sense. that makes no sense. I am eating anyways. Oh. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, you know what? I'm going to do this right now. So, we got a letter 
because of the hot take last week. I just want to knock this out. <laughs> we could read it. You want to read it? Okay. We could read it. I can read it. Okay. So we got a letter <laughs> this previous week because um, some several people felt away about our irregular at Magic High School hot take, and the letter goes to whom it may concern. In response to your latest podcast involving the irregular at Magic High School, I'm gonna need you to tone down the negative, tone the negativity down on our boy Tatia, the man. Didn't ask to be made that way, nor did he want to join the category of OPMC genre. Okay. And then two, the light novel was much better in terms of portraying the actual plot of the anime. I realized after deleting the majority of this letter due to the amount of negativity towards this episode of the podcast that I repeated a lot of things out of anger. So I'll just stick with these two points that aren't really points, just bias opinion. So I'm going to just go ahead and say, I don't care if the light novel did it better. There's still incest. Right. Like, I mean... It, there's still it's it's still incest. What? <laughs> like, what, what? What do you want us to say? Like, no. All right, let me let me take responsibility as the instigator of last week's <laughs> negativity. So first, it's thank the, you, Demaski Gaming, for taking the time to reach back out to us. We appreciate it. Uh, and I will address the second point first, which is, and it's like, it's because it's so common, uh, where either a light novel or a manga or a book or some other source for an adapted anime is better. And I'm using the, I'm just using the scare quotes better. Let's say more developed than what you get, uh, either in a movie or in a weekly anime or some other, you know, OVA, whatever it is. This is a very common thing. My position in general is that I'm going to take the material that I'm presented on its own. So much like God of High School and its adaptation and Fire Force that we review weekly, this stuff exists in other mediums and it may be it may be more suited for that medium. There may be opportunities in that medium to communicate information in more rich or multi-channel or, or multi-functional ways that it's possible and it happens a lot the challenge that i always run into with particularly with light novel adaptations is because the market for them targets young men and young men of a particular age and young men with particular interests because it targets separate that market oftentimes directorial editorial or presentation choices are made to highlight certain parts of that light novel or certain parts of that story or certain character interactions or all kinds of other things or to downplay others or to or to refuse to add much needed context in order to appease the interests of those groups now am i saying that all teenage japanese boys want you know weirdly asexual incest stories with their magic and other things no i think that was the choice of the author and if anything bothers me the most about about irregular it's that particular aspect but when it comes to the failure to communicate in an interesting way important points about the world important developments in the story interactions between characters or any of the other basic things that you need to do to tell a story i don't care if the light novel was better 
All I care about is what was put on my screen that I was watching. And what I was watching <laughs> disturbed me in a variety of ways. And beyond that, just from a storytelling point of view, this is not power fantasy for adults. And it shouldn't be presented that way. This belongs, minus the incest, on <laughs> you know a, a channel for 6 to 10 year olds. Because that's about as well developed as everything in it is. None of the characters have anything interesting to say. None of the, the world building is, you know, particularly revelatory or covers anything of value. So if you are someone who enjoys this series, more power to you. You're not a bad person. It doesn't say anything about your ethics or morals. It's just a TV show. Have at it. But in my opinion, it's just not very good. So I will leave it there. Okay. That was much nicer than the way that I was going to put it. <laughs> okay. Well, it's my fault. Yeah. yeah. Well, what, well, okay. Well, it still sucks, though. It Anyways, does, it does still, <laughs> still suck. He, does still uh, suck. He, I don't understand. Could he just be a magician? Right? No, he's a magician ninja. But, but the, or he, could he just be a ninja? Like, I could, this story would totally work if you removed, like, like six of his other, like, multi class specs and he was just full ninja <laughs> and the point was that and the he had world faults. judges you on this one spectrum of ability but here's someone who's perfected this other more classical more analog you know set That's of fun. skills and they're just as good and just as worthwhile <laughs> and that can just be the message of the show you could literally do everything else right okay we're, g- we're gonna move on we're gonna we're move on. about right. to do it yes, again you're right yep 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 <laughs> I got caught up again. All right. <laughs> we were, we were about so we, to so we have a discussion over. topic. The take was too hot. <laughs> too hot. Ah, spicy. Uh, we have a discussion, a general discussion topic this week, and we wanted to pull in uh, Tyler. Um, I, I don't know if you, how you want to introduce this. Sure. Uh, so this discussion is about Dragon Ball Super. So I'd, I'd like to start out, if, if I may. <laughs> Uh, Absolutely. The Super Manifesto. I'd like to start out by saying that it is not a perfect show. And that's okay. When you tell someone to watch, for example, let's say you want to get someone into JoJo, you tell them to get through season one. Yes. You know? Yes. That doesn't make JoJo a bad show. JoJo is, dare I say, a very good show. Uh, I would, I would say similar... I would, now, it's, is it as good as JoJo? No. But I would say, in a similar vein, you should watch Dragon Ball Super if you liked Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball. Mm. And that's because, and this is like, if I had a hot take, I would say Japan, or I would say specifically Dragon Ball Super, knows how to do nostalgia better than any Western, like any of the garbage movies that are coming out that are just reboots that try to invoke nostalgia. I'd say Dragon Ball Super does that better and in a more rewarding way than anything else on the market. Okay. I don't I don't think I disagree with that. I would my quibbles always come up when it comes to trying to pin down what a good show is and what a bad show is and also the relationship between multiple entries in a series or in a a family of work right so like dragon ball as a series goes back all the way to the original and if you were to look at the evolution of dragon ball over its original run from you know the first 
episode and chapter to the final episode and chapter before it transitioned to Z, you might feel like you're looking, even within that one show, at multiple different uh, stories and, and, and methods of storytelling. And visuals and everything else because the characters age and some are added, some are removed and so on. Um, So that, that's why, that's where I start is, do I want to say that like super is bad? No, because I think a lot of people enjoyed it. And at the end of the day, it's entertainment and it was very entertaining for a lot of reasons to, for a lot of people. Yeah. So instead of like attacking it on the, is it bad? I, I, my (laughs) preference is to go after it for like, what does it accomplish? And what is it trying to do? And I think that the nostalgia angle, that's what it's trying to do. And I would say that for most people, it probably accomplishes about 80% of its interest. Right? So I'll agree with that. So at the end of the day, like, I'm whatever else I say in the rest of this conversation, (laughs) I just want (laughs) to recognize that I, like, this is the bedrock of what I think the series is. And that's how generally I am judging it. But there are a lot of things in it that objectively are unsuccessful. And because they're unsuccessful, it makes me less interested in it by itself, other than as a nostalgia vehicle. That is a very interesting point. I don't know, if uh, Jay, if you've actually watched Super. I have watched parts of <laughs> Super. It's okay to say no. <laughs> Um, I'm just going to be honest when I, I tried to, I tried to watch it. And then when I found out that the first two arcs were basically just the movies, I was like, okay, not coming back for this. And then when they had like the hit arc, I kind of was just like, oh, well, I kind of want to wait, like, you know, and see what everyone says. Cause this was the, this was the first like original, original, like Dragon Ball storyline for like you know anime like um a recurring weekly show for, in years so i was kind of just like i want to see how this is going to turn out and you know if, if it this is probably going to make or break the series like people are either going to love this shit and keep going or they're going to hate this shit and keep going anyway because niggas love dragon ball so clearly everyone well, i don't know about everyone but i heard about the hit arc and I kind of was just like, oh, that's very disappointing. Like, I don't even know if I want to even go through with this. I watched the fights on YouTube, um, the Zamasu, like all that kind of shit like that. I was kind of just like, okay, these are, I get these plots. I get these storylines. But there was really never anything that, like, happened where I was like, oh, my God, I got to go back and, like, watch all of it immediately. Like, this shit looks so fucking amazing. Now, when the, the tournament arc started, I was like, now this is my kind of judge. Now I can get into this bullshit. But even then, I it took a while for them to get to the tournament. And then once they got into the tournament, I was just like, okay, I really can't, I can't see myself like, you know, doing this indefinitely because I feel like we're only at the beginning. It's going to keep going. It's going to keep going. I don't know when it's going to end. And it the show just never really like grabbed my presence and held it. 
And so, no, I didn't watch it. I, I feel and, you. All right. So this is where I'm about to. And rash. my opinion is just as valid, too, because <laughs> I have. So, and well, you know, before you rant, I'll go ahead. And I'm just going to say that a lot of y'all are looking at this shit through rose colored glasses. I know that you were living at home with your parents and they were paying all your bills when we were all introduced to Dragon Ball. And that's the exact same thing that happened with a lot of people for Pokemon and Digimon, too. Life was good when this shit was coming out. So you have nostalgic feelings for that time in your life the show can still be shitty and you can look upon it fondly okay okay let them know that's 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 my first part that's my first part but go ahead james okay so now 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 i'm gonna rash and this comes from a place of love it really does okay (laughs) dragon ball super is a much better meme than it is a show and (laughs) i actually blame this on toriyama not on any of the subsequent producers and writers who were working on really? like, Dragon Ball Z continuation material from like I guess like 98 till 2015 like it's this is not entirely their fault so Toriyama is an old man but he was done with Dragon Ball as a franchise or as a storytelling vehicle that he was involved with anyway but mostly as a franchise in the mid to late 90s checked out he was on to other shit you know, um, he was interested in, in video games for a little bit. He, you know, did a lot of, like, key artwork for other things. But, you know, his life was basically, like, ma- being the maintainer of Dragon Ball and being, like, a legendary figure. The mm-hmm. problem with Super as a series is can be chalked up to the movies that were produced as the lead-in. Super should have been GT. Or maybe GT should have been Super. Let's Let's put it that way. Uh, a show that came out in a period of time where Dragon Ball Z was actually still culturally relevant in a new way and not as a nostalgia act. Because the problem is that once you set, put like 25 years in between your your material, most of what you're going to produce just by default is going to be like nostalgia bait with maybe a few original ideas that didn't get like baked into anything reasonable back when you had them. Because I think Toriyama said something like, you know, he'd always envisioned that, you know, when he introduced the various gods uh, in Z, that there was sort of like this level above Super Saiyan, all this other stuff. It wasn't, but it wasn't something that could be expressed as, you know, being powerful. It was expressed mm-hmm. over like the influence you had over like the universe. So the rules of the universe, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, he kind of had that in his head. And then as time went on, uh, especially in the early 2000s when they came back and said we want to start producing new Dragon Ball related movies that's when like you know the Super Saiyan or, or rather that's when the Super manga was spun up and then that's also where you got a lot of like the ideas for different types of colored hair Super Saiyan-ness and I, I feel like that okay. was the biggest okay. mistake because none of those things really have anything to do with Dragon Ball because going Super Saiyan never really had anything to do with Dragon Ball Nope. It was a cool visual device that was supposed to communicate to everyone that the main character had undergone a ch- like growth, a change, and it was supposed to like be the culminating point of the series. And then it was supposed to be over. It wasn't meant to be like this, like a power scaling system that would sustain drama for twenty five years. Like that wasn't the that wasn't the point. I mean, Toriyama said this himself that he envision z ending after the frieza arc which makes perfect sense i can see that too yeah so so that's so why I, I i rest most of my criticism on that idea is just that it 
super mostly exists because the material from the movies sketched out a direction that would never really sustain an interesting show. And because they came out before it was produced, they were kind of locked into that story, which only really has one end, which is Goku killing Jesus. Oh, wait, no. I'm sorry. The turn of the, the tournament of power. Uh, like a lot of a lot of anime for some reason, like when they can't think of like a, an ending, it's always like the main the the main character. Oh, have to kill, kill God. God. Like that's <laughs> that, that's typically where they go. And in, in Dragon Ball, what happens? Goku has to go beyond the power of a god to beat Jiren. So, and couldn't do it by himself. Couldn't you know do what? it by himself. Ultra Here Instinct is sick, but Ultra Instinct should have come before all of this stuff. So, uh, I also want to... Well, actually, you know what, Tyler? You deserve this. I'm about to rant again. But, Tyler, you go ahead. Do you, what, what do you have to say? <laughs> <laughs> well... Do you have anything so, to add? I do. I do, in fact. Uh, so, yes. Dragon Ball Super is most definitely marketed more toward people that are... Uh, more familiar with Dragon Ball Z. It's similar to, like, how, um... I, I view it similarly to Boruto. How, like, oh, God. You know, there was this big series that everybody really loved a while ago, and then another series came out, and granted, this series has a much smaller gap between its original series and and itself than Dragon Ball does. Mm-hmm. But I do, I do feel it's in a similar vein. Yes, it's meant more for nostalgia. However, there are for when your character is the strongest guy in the universe, what do you do? Well, there's more universes. Great. I think that it's it's the next logical progression to happen for there to be a challenge. Is that yeah, you know turns there out there has to be a challenge. Actually, yeah, he's actually a big fish in a small pond, mm. and that's you know mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. the only way. Like, and then you get to hit. So, okay. So we're going to get... Alright. Maybe maybe you should start with yours, because I, I was like... I felt a rant, like, coming up from, like, my stomach. So like, if you if you have something <laughs> no, to say, no, you can definitely like, say it. No! no that's what you're, you want. You're already you want in the, the middle of it. Your stomach. Oh, okay. Alright. Well, yes! Here, whoa, here it comes. Alright, so... When you get... Alright, so... First part of this... First part of the show. Or first part of Dragon Ball Super that came out. Two movies. We have Battle of the Gods, which of course is he has to fight God. Great. It 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 turned out to be an interesting premise that there was another level beyond the Super Saiyan that you know if you infuse kind of like God powers, whatever, fine. It's it's a fight. You want to see Goku fight people? You'll see Goku fight people. That's that's what we want. Yeah. As far as nostalgia, and that is a hundred billion percent nostalgia bait. Fine, I'm okay with that because like it wasn't it, all in all, it wasn't like fucking Bio Broly. So fine. Poor Bio Then you Broly. get to poor, 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 poor little rainy boy. Anyway, you get to Resurrection of F, which has its own problems and is, and it kind of doubles down on the nostalgia bait. So you get Frieza, who is de- debatably one of the best villains. Uh, he's, he's one of my favorite villains. He's really Oh, good. no, I he's love... the best villain I've... Dragon Ball ever produced. Oh, yes. I, absolutely. I and then you, you bring him it. back. Amazing. So you realize that these two movies pretty hastily put together, especially uh, F, because, you know, they, they want to they wanna build on that hype, the hype that everyone has now. So then you flesh them out when you start the series up again. And that's pretty much what they did. They fleshed it out. They put in, you know, quite a bit of filler, which I, I have such a problem with filler. 
but they they put in the filler, they flesh out the series, and then they're like, okay, now that that's out of the way, we can we can finally get to you know the next logical progression. progression. There are multiple universes out there, and a bunch of them have people that are way more powerful than than our main character, which, and you can get alternate Frieza, like you can get you can really kind of mess with the timeline with a bunch of what if scenarios, mm-hmm. which, and I know that it will it that that concept will become redundant after a while, if you just keep going. Well, now you have to fight, you know, a alternate cell, you know, like. That's that's dumb. But like, if you go through, for example, if they had fleshed out Hit, if they had given him more to do than become another character that Goku wanted to fight that one time that isn't as strong as this new guy, I would have been a lot more satisfied with that. Agreed. I think that the ability to to freeze time and move through it, and the ability to adapt kind of instantly... It leaves a lot of room to explore. And I think that... I wish that they would just fucking do something with Gohan. Right? Gohan is dead. Gohan <laughs> is dead. Yeah, he got Nothing's washed. happening. Yeah, nothing's happening. I don't know what the, the mystic power or whatever the fuck they're trying to do with him. Like, they just, they it seems like they shit. don't... They didn't know what... I mean, Toriyama didn't... He Let me back that up. He knew what he wanted to do. He was rebuked. And so we got Whoa. what we got. Wow. That's so sad. I just that like, is really remember sad. Remember when Gohan beat Cell? Like, that was the most hype. <laughs> remember what times I were was good? so happy. Pepperidge Farm remembers. I was just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, um, so we get to that, we get to that, we get to the, the Zamas arc, fine, that, that was its own set of problems. I completely blanked that one out. I yeah. I didn't care. I didn't give yeah. a fuck. Yeah, no, no, and that's that's like the kind of that's the kind of redundancy that would have it. I feel like it showed it like reared its ugly head early and was like, guess what? Evil Goku now. And then we're like, uh, okay, all right, fine, fine. Just like let's let's get past it. I want to get to this tournament arc because that I think that's undoubtedly. The best and partly the worst part of the series at the same time. Um, I love that shit, to be honest. They should have started with that. With like the multi universe tournament? Yeah. Yeah. Well the the funny thing is that like that that concept was the last episode of Z, right? The PyCon, like Oh yeah. All that stuff. Like so so yeah. my my complaint in general about what happened to Dragon Ball all goes back to the legacy of GT and an understanding of what the series was to the people who were spending money and maybe a little bit about like Japanese business culture mixed in too cuz way back in the day when GT got popped off Toriyama had this idea that um so if the original Dragon Ball was Journey to the West Journey to the West? Yeah. And Dragon Ball Z was the passing of the torch, or was supposed to be anyway, the passing of the torch uh, to the next generation. Then GT was about exploring the broader universe of Dragon Ball in a more, slightly more episodic, but um, 
uh, fun might be the wrong word, like a return to the the wonder and a little bit of the whimsical styling of the original Dragon Ball, basically drawing everything full circle. Um, Yeah. It ran into a lot of problems, not the least of which that by this point, the franchise was so popular that the editors, the production company, um, and the, the, the partners were very tuned in to fan interest in Japan and were very unwilling to do anything that walked outside of what people said they wanted from the series. Because if you, if you, if you think about it, the original Dragon Ball succeeded on its own merits as a manga, then got adapted. Dragon Ball Z was Mm kind of in the same vein where they wanted to continue the story. And Toriyama was basically like, I'd like to age up the characters. And they're like, yeah, go ahead. Go do your time skip and and we'll keep rolling. So it was kind of all produced in one block. And even though there's a gap in terms of the show, there actually wasn't that much of a a gap in terms of when it was produced. I think literally like Dragon Ball went out of circulation. It ended. And then like a couple weeks later, Z starts and all your characters are badass and older and doing crazy stuff and getting like their heart blown out and going into space and all this other stuff. Like it was a big tonal shift, but it was... If you were a reader, it happened, like, right back to back. So, like, mm. when GT came out and Toriyama was like, yeah, let's, let's again, reimagine what Dragon Ball can be and try to, like, figure out ways we can tell stories we haven't told before. Within, like, I think two months or three months, the producers were like, we can't fucking do this. Because, first of all, his whole idea was no Goku. It was just going to be Trunks and Pan, right? Because they want young characters Great. to kind of go back to that... And a, and a girl, too. So a girl and then, like, teenage trunks. So, like, total reboot. And instantly, when they tested that, they are like, you have to put Goku into this shit. You gotta get him in here. <laughs> right? Like, we can't sell a Dragon Ball show without Goku. So, he had to come up with weird way. basically the de-aging. Like, that whole little thing. And so now yeah. you have Kid Goku, who everyone is like, okay, that's cool, but, like, the Goku that we all want is the Goku from the end of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> like, Super Saiyan 3, badass, adult Goku with, with mad kids. And so, again, they had to come up with weird ways in the story to allow him to transform into that character. And the whole idea about, like, you know, finding ways to tell new stories and express the universe and travel around, the GT was for, like, Grand Touring. Like, they are like, nah, fuck that. Like, we need all the OG Dragon Ball people back in. We need to sell merchandise. And at the end of the day, GT, even though it's not canon anymore, fell victim to imme- the immediate nostalgia expectations of the audience. And that's why I think the original sin for all of Dragon Ball has been since then, which is there is no bravery on the part of the folks investing money in Dragon Ball to allow for a situation where we might get new and interesting storytelling. It's well, not it's literally impossible because nobody is going to pay for a series where you don't have Goku turning the next level of Super Saiyan, where you don't uh, have all of his gallery of useless Z fighters sidekicks. standing by and narrating everything he does. Where there <laughs> isn't some like ass pull garbage. Like at at one point in the series, obviously, the Zamasu arc, Goku die. fought Goku. We're, they're out. They're out of ideas. 
You have to be willing to do something new and risk that people initially are not going to like it. And then trust that you've picked the right writers and the right direction that like these new ideas can be integrated back into the existing universe. And they've, as a franchise, Dragon Ball Z has, or Dragon Ball, has never been good at that since they, they got burned on GT. It's never been good at it. That's why all those, I mean, the extra movies are trash, but that's a whole other like thing <gasps> about how, so when these like OVAs and movies get produced, they're not produced for, they're produced to like sell a new line of toys. It's not yeah. to like tell a story. No one had any good uh-huh. ideas. You know, like sometimes they randomly by accident find stuff that people really like, like Broly. But just to make a point about Broly, you mentioned Bob Broly before. Can you imagine any other situation where in 1997 they they hit on Broly and then you didn't even get an acknowledgement that he was a real character in the timeline for 23 years when they retconned him out for a woman, which is fine. But like. This, the, the, if you look at action figure sales for, like, Dragon Ball, it's, like, Goku, and then it's, like, Trunks for a while, and now it's, like, Broly, and has been for 20 years. And they didn't, they, they had no way to capitalize on that. They didn't even know what to do. <laughs> so, that was a long way of saying that I think that Dragon Ball is a victim to itself at this point. Dragon Ball Super is definitely a victim to the success of the franchise, and... The arcs that are there are all out of order. They're all done in the clunkiest, most like dramatically unsatisfying way possible. And and I think at the end of every one of them, more or less, everything gets reset to some degree. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I do want to talk about resurrection. Actually, I kind of just want to talk about Frieza in general. Um. I do enjoy their portrayal of Frieza in this in the super universe. I actually really liked what they did with the character. And I'm not talking about just like character development. I'm talking about comedic wise. Oh, I yeah. really, really enjoy the comedy beats with Frieza, especially in like Resurrection of F. Like just Frieza interacting with like his like minions and shit like that. And then with like Goku and Vegeta. I I know people probably didn't really like Resurrection of F, but I, I looked at Resurrection of F as a comedy because I was laughing the whole time <laughs> because it literally was kind of just, it, it was like they were playing on the playground almost where they were just like, all right, I'm going to fight you next or I'm going against you next. Okay, now I'm going to go against you next. Okay, I'm going to steal the kill from you. I'm going to steal the shot. I'm going to I'm going to steal this from you. Okay, ha 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 ha. It's over. You win, but you go, everybody goes home. Like, there was no, there really wasn't anything that was like at stake. I was like, there's no way in hell Freeze is going to get anything out of this. Absolutely not. What are we going to do here? So, and I also will say that I enjoyed it. I like the movies more than I'm liking the actual fucking show. So, Broly, the movie, I loved it. I loved it. Why? Because it was hilarious. It has one of my favorite scenes in Dragon Ball. You know what the fuck that is? It's when Goku and Vegeta were running from Brawly, and then they dipped on his ass yeah. right in front of Frieza, and he mm-hmm. fucking mollywops Frieza for five minutes straight while he's screaming in agony. I love it. <laughs> Give me more of that. If we're going to be comedy, just do it. But the other <laughs> stuff, I'm just like, okay, whatever. I remember the day that... um. Goku surfed on Kefla's 
um, Kepler's That was the wave. meme of the year. That was <laughs> everywhere. Like, niggas, niggas who didn't even know Super existed was like, Wait a minute, there's a girl, and there's a... Oh my god, my nigga Goku. And I'm just like, this is why it's never going anywhere. And it's also fan service. That's some really good fan service. Like, I would have never, never... I, I didn't see it coming. But it's right. shit like that where I'm just like, if you're going to do this, just go nonstop with this shit. I don't want like regular story beat episodes where it's like, we're going to try to develop the plot a little bit now. We're going to give you some foreshadowing. I don't care. This is Dragon Ball. Yeah, they like, went the wrong way. They got it backwards. Yeah. They, when the producers went and looked at Dragon Ball, they said to themselves, well, the thing that people like about Dragon Ball is power-ups and these kind of like ridiculous fights and tournaments and everything else nah if you're gonna if you're this late and you're gonna make a series like super you have to go the other way like it's not that they like the power-ups they like people getting flexed on they like people mm-hmm. getting mashed just absolutely mashed out like of course freeze is a comedy character because the last time he was a legit threat he got washed he got <laughs> washed he got one shot by by the illest dude in this in the franchise at that moment trunks Dude just rolled up on him, gave him the, the seven slashes, and then just said, you know, like, pass that shit to the side and blew Dust. him away. Like, you don't Dust. come back from that serious. No. No. <laughs> I, and I just, I wanted, I, I saw something about the Dragon Ball Super um, manga and about the new, like, Big Bad and how he's, like, the most powerful person in all the universes and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I don't care. I was like, at this point, I just don't care. Goku's going to find some ass pool way to win. He's probably going to spirit bomb him or something. And that's that's okay. I expect that from Dragon Ball now. But what I... I feel like they kind of like... Especially with the Tournament of Power, they kind of like set a precedent of just like washing. Like the way that they washed people in that tournament, like continually or they got washed themselves especially with that final fucking fight with jiren and those three teaming up i'm kind of just like if you're gonna end it like this then this is what i'm gonna expect on the regular from you going forward because also this is what i wanted from you from the jump like we should have opened we we could have opened super with um just a tournament with Gohan getting his ass beat and everyone being like, nigga, what happened to you? What are you doing? <laughs> like, why are you like this? Like, oh my God, what a disappointment. And then and then um Goten and Kid Trunks coming through and like washing niggas by themselves, basically being like, blah, blah, blah. like they could have set so much stuff up from the beginning. Yeah, that no, I feel would have made it. Yeah, they could have Yeah. I if wanna, you want to go fan service. This, I, we should also talk about like aesthetics. At some point, because mm. that was another problem in Super, Ooh. is that it didn't look that great. But oh my god! But but that's that's, that's, well, that's its own thing. I mean, what did you guys expect? <laughs> what I expected was this is <laughs> this is Dragon Ball coming back like weekly for the first time in twenty years. Where why is Yutaka Nakamura <laughs> not the key animator on every one of these motherfucking fights? Why are yeah. we not getting like? Why, you know, like the 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 stuff we're seeing, whether it's like high Q, high quality animation, or or One Punch Man season one, 
or mm. or any of these things. Like, yeah, make that Dragon Ball Z should as as a, as a prestige multi-billion-dollar franchise should have gotten the the celebrity treatment. Mm-hmm. That we're not trying to make a budget TV show for Saturday afternoon, whatever. Okay, in Japan, that's not what we're doing. This is something that millions and millions of people have invested their their hard-earned money and lives into the fandom and made Toei and all their related stuff like like fantastically wealthy. This series should have been you call it Dragon Ball Super, it's super because that shit looks like a movie every week. Every fucking week hey. you're getting blown away by just like the best of the best of the best people who when who got into animation and got into manga and the and anime production because when they were kids they were losing their minds over you know android 17 going ham or like uh the gohan transformation or the majin majin vegeta saying pride speech or whatever like that's what this shit should have been and instead it was like a low budget weekly tv series like they were like i don't how the fuck did that happen Damn. Uh, well, that was very well said. This is why. See now, this is why. I'm sorry. I'm going to go on a little tangent. This is why I loved that hot take on Digimon versus Pokemon. That was f- fucking masterfully, masterfully said. Anyway, um, thank you. Yeah. No. So I mean, the animation. So I would say that the last arc, the t- uh, you know the Tournament of Power arc, that had that was. When they kind of figured it out. Agreed. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. they didn't really figure out what they were supposed to be doing until they got to the tournament. And they were like, oh, wait. this All of this works. Because this is... Oh, okay. Because we're not, like, throwing our own weird shit into it. Instead, they were like, okay. There's a big bad guy. He's really hard to beat. We all have to come together to beat him. That is the general formula that has worked. And there are ways to make that unique without without you know throwing in alternate fucking frieza into it especially when you have the actual frieza there to do things like i think frost was wasted hit was wasted yeah fucking topo was wasted but like i i don't know i love that uh the el hermano video <laughs> the Best. legend of el hermano just the the best thing i laughed so hard and i also like felt very sad because i was like this is more interesting than jiren and it's a joke <sighs> it's a joke and it's yeah. 10 times more interesting <laughs> yeah and i was like i just i my heart broke but i also laughed really 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 hard uh so but the idea of i mean, 17 sacri- spoilers 17 sacrificing himself um vegeta getting beaten and thrown off the arena was like it was gut-wrenching and i think that they they picked up on some beats that if they if they set that as the precedent now and granted i haven't read any of this new stuff with um moral or anything i i know nothing about it but if they stuck with those beats beats like we know that vegeta and his pride are just such a such a gosh, such a juicy story point to really get into, especially when he then has to like the best parts of Vegeta I find are when he's styling on someone. 
Yeah, when or, he's super confident, he's just like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's just like, like that, the first scene, like in, in the Broly movie, which, for the record, I actually really liked. Um, I yeah. Also thought that yeah, the new Broly movie was, was, so was quite well done for what it was, yeah. Yeah, the, exactly. The yeah. budget was out of this fucking world. All the things yeah. I said about yeah. the what they should do with the show is kind of what they wound up doing with the movie, at least for the... The action sequences, so yeah. Oh yeah. yes, it was so cool. The especially the first person perspective part when he's flying after him and he goes in the glacier, and I, I just thought like it's that innovative stuff that they clearly have the capability of doing. They're clearly able to bring in a new perspective on a show that is older than many people that I know. Like that's they know how to do that. And they know how to make it interesting. And they know how to bring in characters like, for example, Broly in the this new movie, I think was so interesting. And if they like if they made if they made such a wild leap as to pass the torch to him, I would take that. Oh, like, they are you know they are not. I know they won't, they are. and I know it's just gonna be Goku, you know, achieving super ultra omega alpha instinct prime, but like Damn, what color hair be... do we have left? Uh, I mean, that's a good question. Rainbow. Well, I have, we haven't seen purple, but that's sort of between blue and red. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe yeah. just like your, your, your hair turns to a big, a big turd. And it's just like <laughs> a big smelly poop emoji. And nobody clear wants hair? to get close to him and he wins by default. Oh, clear hair. Um, oh, that would be weird. Just like a silhouette of so one of, the, one of the things I try to avoid doing, even though my brain works this way, is I don't like creating a headcanon for something because as i i think jay you you'll talk about in a little bit um fans can be very toxic and part of the toxicity comes from a mistaken belief that they can do something better than a cre than the creator of something can sure. right they, because they've been disappointed so much you know there's this this arrogant feeling of ownership over their what they perceive as a product but in reality it's their own feelings about it so mm. right like that's the justification is that like your feelings are yours but you formed your your feelings based on a thing you didn't make just a thing you witnessed yeah. and you interacted with so now you transfer all of your your feelings of like ownership uh which are true over your own feelings onto the product <laughs> and therefore anybody who comes after that product is in fact attacking you they're attacking mm. some important part of yourself and of course you react the same way so I try to avoid creating a headcanon for stuff or getting too married to my own idea about how something should be done because I don't want to judge something like, you know, Dragon Ball, which is very important for my life growing up and my interaction with like anime as a medium and action stuff and whatever, right? However, one of the things that I really wished that they had made a focus of in the years after Z went off, whatever the project was going to be, whether it was GT, whether it's Super, whether it's the movies would have been a return to the original idea and the original Dragon Ball about martial arts and mysticism. Because that was the root, uh, and why I think Dragon Ball survives as a story, even to this day. It's this idea that, like, Goku, yeah, he wanted to be stronger, but stronger didn't mean being able to punch a bigger hole in the mountain. Stronger meant being able to defeat his enemies. That's it. Yeah. That's what strong yeah. meant. That's why when he trained with Master Roshi... And and the, it was the that when your martial arts become strong, you become able to persevere through anything. That's it. That's the 
That's the whole thing. It wasn't about turning into a Super Saiyan. It wasn't about being, you know, an alien foundling from across the galaxy or whatever. All that stuff is lore, but that's not what the 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 what was the heart of the show. I yeah, wish no, that what they had done with Super, if you want to have the Tournament of Power, fine. Start with the Tournament of Power, have Goku show up with his squad, he's mad confident, he's mad cocky, and in fight one, everybody gets washed. And the whole universe yeah. gets deleted. Because he comes with his homies, Beerus or whoever the god in charge, like, listen, bro, I can keep you guys I can keep you guys safe, I can keep your family safe, but you're gonna you're gonna have to go or Earth, we're gonna put you in universe two. And now he's in a situation where everybody around him is much, much stronger. He has a clear goal. He wants to win the tournament of power to get you know, the universe restored or earth restored or his people restored. But the only way to do it is to go back to the roots of where he started, which is the, the martial arts and become one with himself so he can achieve that next level, whatever the fuck you want to be. If you want to be super Saiyan God, go for it. Don't give a fuck. If it's ultra instinct, which seems to fit more within like that framework that Toriyama was working with back when he created um, a super Saiyan, and have this sort of be the contribution of his human side. Because this is always fucking weird about Dragon Ball. Which is like, they had this whole like power scaling thing. And then halfway through Z, Toriyama was like, okay, fuck the scouters. Because putting numbers on these powers don't matter anymore. He- the difference between humans and all these other aliens is that humans have unlimited growth potential. They can get stronger where everyone else is fixed. So lean into that shit you already established way back in the day. There's your nostalgia pop. Goku goes back to training in the way that they were doing in the original Dragon Ball by going out and experiencing all the things in this new universe facing progressively stronger opponents, winds up back at the Tournament of Power at the end. Now you can build up a backstory with, you know, Jiren and the squad. You can build a backstory with any of these other characters that you're interested in to, like, make the real antagonist not necessarily be a bad person, but just be Goku's own arrogance about his own strength. And then when he wins... The Tournament of Power gets everything back. Yes, you have technically reset things. And you can move on to other characters if you want. But he's gone through the hero's journey. Like, the way Super wound up, Goku didn't do anything. Like, he just kept leaving. He would go to, like, Beerus's, like, like, like mansion, you know, on a on a island planet. And just, just trained out there. And then when they wanted to get the story started again, I was like, Hey, yeah, 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 go get Goku. Yeah, go get him. <laughs> <laughs> He'll Damn. fix this shit. Because everyone else is fucking useless. So, like, why not just delete them? Delete them and then have him earn them back. Uh, someone's going to steal. They're, they're gonna, someone's going to hear this and they're going to steal that shit. Fuck it. <laughs> no, they should. Also, nothing I said is revolutionary. This has been done a million times. It's not, like, but it's better than what we got. I mean, look, how, I, I, how many times have you played, like, a, a, a sequel to a video game and the very first thing that happens is your character starts out as badass as they were at the end of the other game, then they get washed... They lose everything, and then you basically have to build that shit up all over again. Is that annoying? Yes, it's fucking annoying. But the whole reason <laughs> is that you have to create some kind of tension, like the the to to repeat the parts of the the growth that that's why you play these games. You play these games. You watch these stories because you want characters to grow. That's it. You just yes. want them to grow. Dragon Ball as a franchise has now just become well. Growth means going and training for a long time, and training means like just doing like weird shit on a planet and they even cut out most of it now they're just like hey he was training for six months and now he's back and he's stronger it's like fuck this like fuck it damn let's talk about hero moments (laughs) (laughs) okay 
Oh, so wow. are we doing hero moments from DBZ? It can DBZ be. I, I would say from everything. Day. I just want to point out from DBZ, my two favorite scenes or Dragon Ball in general is uh, Tien holding down Imperfect Cell. Um, mm. The like, it's just to me, it's iconic. It's it it's everything that I want to see out of like your your t- stereotypical action situation where you have a a B or C tier character. Going all out, the stakes are very clear. They have an achievable goal. They're not trying to win. But, like, man, if you have that Bruce Falconer, like, OG music behind it, Tien's hit him with the tri-beam, and everyone's screaming because they know he's going to die. They know he can't win. And, like, the androids running around. I was so... Every time I watch that clip, I get so... I get mad all over again at fucking Vegeta and the uh, the androids slow ass and just not leaving. Like, the fuck? This, this man's about to die. Just get the fuck out of here. We wouldn't have had to deal with the rest of the season. So there's that part. And then, of course, the Saiyan Pride speech. You know, Vegeta's the shit. When he's like, yo, I want to kick Goku's ass, but I want to do it on my terms. Like, fuck you. Mm. But, but yeah, those are my favorite. I don't I don't really have very many from Super because they were all kind of... They were meh. They were meh. My hero moments are from other shit. Well, yeah. I mean, they've, 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 it's gotten better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, yeah, my hero moments are from other shit. Do you That's have fair. hero moments, Tyler? Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I do. I do, in fact. Uh, so, from Super, I have a couple. I have Goku and Frieza, and kind of 17. Versus Jiren, I thought was very well done. I oh, thought yeah. That the okay. animation was amazing. I, like, whenever I'm running, I, I listen to, like, that. And I'm like, Ugh! you know, like, that's that's the kind of, that was that hype moment where i feel like they they finally understood the route that you could go with frieza and it was this like fuck it like throw me at him amazing like i don't know i i was i was very very pleased with that uh i actually i thought the the first i mean i'm gonna count broly uh the i'm gonna count the broly movie in in like the super canon i loved that vegeta fighting Broly was incredible. I thought it was, like, just that... When you see the smirk, that's when you know, you're like, oh, this is gonna be good. Oh, like, Gogeta in the movie? I was gonna just say that. Damn it. Oh, you're good. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, okay, now I gotta search for another one. Keep going. <laughs> oh, you're fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, I... I... Oh, wow. I just... I keep thinking about that... Um, what James has suggested, that's fantastic. Wow, that's really good. Uh, uh, I, but yeah, as far I can as piggyback to the original Broly movie, the father-son Kamehameha wave. Oh. Mm. Yeah. That was great. It made me believe that, like, the the next series about, like, you know, the Goku's kids, um, especially Goten, was going to be fucking lit, and then it never happened my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I loved... I actually really liked um, Master Roshi in in the Tournament of Power. I think he was... I, th- I like that he... I mean, I do wish that they'd actually have the, have the guts to kill him. But, wow. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a sucker for heroic sacrifices. Villains changing sides. I don't know. That's... Though that's that's my own personal taste. 
I, I think Master Roshi was really nice and super in the Tournament of Power specifically. I think that they kind of botched the um, the demon containment right. technique. Yes, totally. I think they really botched it. I think that they that could have been very interesting, especially seeing how that could have then been applied to like any Dragon Ball Z villain that they were just like, nah, forget it. So I don't know that I think they botched it, but. As far as hero, hero, uh, hero moments go from other series, pff, there's so many. Oh, my God. There's so many good ones. Anyway, that's that's what I had to say. Oh, that's cool. No, I, I think, like, um, these, like, iconic, now, I guess, like, gifable or, or, or clippable moments um, are what define a lot of series because they're what people are going to see when they yeah. search for it or when things are recommended to them. I mean, we could whether whether it's you know a few seconds of animation or or a setup like you know I always go back to like the final battle from Sword of the Stranger, um, all sort. I think maybe like the uh, uh, eighth mobile suit team. We've talked about that on the show, um, but the Galf the Galf fight in the city, especially the end. There's a scene. There's a particular scene where the guy takes out a gun tank and he just slams his sword through the the top of it and they make the oil or whatever the liquid internal spurt out like blood and it's just like one of the sickest things i've ever seen i just thought it was a shit um yeah then there's other shows like my hero academia i think uh has captured a lot of what was really cool about dragon ball um which you know obviously they exist in the same genre and one is more derivative of the other, you know, Dragon Ball Z original, but like, I just look at something like that as carrying a torch for a type of visual storytelling that like, we don't, there's just not, there's not enough of. Um, also, I, again, I, I feel like I say this every other episode, but for folks who are familiar with Dragon Ball Z, definitely watched it or watched, um, the various, uh, adaptations of it. Do yourself a favor, go back and read it, read the manga. It it is some of the best stuff, like visually in two D, not moving like of the communication of, of form and motion and like really um, interesting and amazing, and and at the time almost revolutionary, uh, paneling, where what Toriyama you know yes he came up with the story and everyone loves it but the thing he was he's actually a legit certified genius at doing was drawing your eye through a single frame of 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 action where you can tell where every limb and where a character was prior to the scene that he drew in the same panel like it is some mm. fantastic shit and you don't have to be a uh illustrator to appreciate the what he was pulling off on like a week to week basis so like there are things that they that are in the show that are definitely big time hero moments but when you go back and like find the the chapter or the panel where they're from and you're just like it in some ways i get to relive it all over again you know without the music without everything else because it's just that sick um but yeah that's my that's my plug for for the dbz <laughs> manga it's it's great the original dragon ball is also awesome in the original dragon ball there's a lot more like um attention to like kung fu like way people are posing and and doing moves and other things like that is much more wuxia inspired and i think that's again a, a, something that if you were to make a new series right now 
I think last week we talked about how like burn burn the witch is coming, um, mm-hmm. and so that's that sort of re- reclaiming that like big big three, uh, uh, like like returning to like that ground again. I would love to see a modern series that focused on like martial arts, martial arts, not fighting, um, not like Hajime no Ippo, not sports, but like that borderline fantasy, but like real high quality like martial arts shit. That there's nothing in that space that I'm looking at, even reading right now. That's cut that that's as cool as what Dragon Ball Z was. So that's my shout in the dark to all the, of course, all the Japanese um, production companies who are listening to this podcast. I'll <laughs> make that shit. Where is that? It used to be hot. And also go watch Sword of the Stranger. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I was. I I think that you know Dragon Ball. I mean, it was kind of. They had a lot of elements from the Legend of the Monkey King, right? Yep. It was So that's, you know, it had that high fantasy exploration, you know, that kind of Age of Wonder kind of vibe. And then making that hard right, like super sharp right turn onto sci-fi. Being like, you know all that demon stuff? Eh, forget it, you're an alien. <laughs> I think that was brilliant. Fuck like, it. It was so smart. <laughs> yeah, they were just like, because, I mean, where do you go from there? After you beat the Demon King Pickle, you know, like, a- after you do all of that, where do you go? Let's go to space. How about that? All right, yeah, it works. And Piccolo is so Yeah, well, you know, the funny part is that the show went to space, but Goku never went to space. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, everything else that happened from then on was like, oh, yeah, there's like a universe or so. Like, he basically went to, like, directly to one planet and then died. So he didn't even come back. He just <laughs> got teleported back. Like, everyone else was, like, flying around, like, looking for shit. Like, Vegeta came, he had a whole life in space, then came to Earth, <laughs> got his ass whooped, left, went to, like, Mars or some shit, then went on a journey, he found out, like, he was all over the place. Like, he was the only one who was like, yeah, this is now a sci-fi, so we're supposed to go to space. Everyone else stayed on Earth and just, like, got fat. Like, that was a, that was a trajectory for everybody else. <laughs> Piccolo became a dad. Goku had kids and decided not to be a dad. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, no, these are all these are all very, very true. Damn. So I think maybe we can like round this out by talking a little bit about um, maybe the criticism that we don't think is fair, um, and we've touched on a little bit of it. I know. Like, like Tyler, you, you've mentioned that, like, it is nostalgia bait, but it's also, like, if that's its purpose, then it's, it, I don't think it's fair to come at the show or at whatever's in it on the basis of, well, it shouldn't be nostalgic. It seems like a kind of like a silly position to take. Like, you know, it is what it is, so live with it. And I also, uh, Jay, <laughs> you mentioned before that, like, there are people on the internet who take dragon ball very personally but also they're not necessarily they're listening to people criticize it as an anime but they don't watch anime oh my yes from this point of view like that doesn't make any sense well one of the first reviews on my anime list is i'm not that much of an anime watcher but and i'm just like so then shut up why are you here it doesn't you you your I don't know why people bash it so much and coming from a person who's only really watched Dragon Ball Z ever da-da. it's like okay well those are rose colored glasses those are nostalgic glasses like what are you yeah. what are you what are you trying to say you're literally just trying to defend it because you say I like this and everyone else should like it and it's like well 
you can do that but also it's open to criticism it is a form of entertainment and also niggas are tired of goku oh my god dragon ball z fighters dbz fighters how many iterations of goku is in that bitch now yeah i think when someone can't criticize you know you don't love something because it's perfect you love it because it's flawed yes that's a very good point you know you we never that's one of the reasons like i don't know it's one of the reasons i I hate superman so much uh it's because like like what what do you do with that you know like and yes granted you can do things with it fine i'm not gonna talk about superman on on this podcast but like (laughs) you you know we love shows we love main our main characters because they're they're not perfect you know goku for example we're here for the growth ride right we're here to see him change we're here to see him fail and then dig himself up because and not because he was like he wasn't that level of super saiyan we're here to see him grow not just become stronger maybe that's why i like the cell arc so much because they made that bitch lose I mean, it was going somewhere, right, though? I mean, that was the the plan was clearly to phase Goku out as a character. Yeah. he'd basically done everything that he could do. He'd had his culminating moment. And then now let's introduce a new Goku in Gohan. A new generation. Right? Like, that was the whole purpose of that season. And then they took one look at those character polls, and they were like, you are not allowed to kill Goku off. (laughs) <laughs> and then you get and that's when you get you know season three or the third arc of dbz which is of course the majin Buu arc which is arguably the worst of the three and it's not because like good cool things don't happen or like characters don't go through some shit like i think you know go uh was it um go tanks and like all that stuff is really cool the problem with that is that the villain fucking sucks like yeah. Boo. First of all, there's like multiple villains again, which is the same issue they had in the second season because reasons we've talked about already uh, in previous episodes of just the editors finding Toriyama's designs boring or unpopular or whatever. But like Boo doesn't even have a character until like he eats somebody else, and it's and <laughs> at that point the arc is almost like halfway over, and then all he really wants to do is just kill everybody. So he's a psychopath. Like he has, there's no ideology there. There's no like, you know, it's just, it, it's like worse. It's sell but worse. Yeah, yeah. But I would at have, least you know, sell had his motivation like to be a better fighter. You know, it was at least right. he be like, yeah, he's got his part saying. Well, there was this idea that like what he inherited by from the Saiyan DNA and specifically from having sampled Goku was that in some ways Cell was like the reverse Goku. Someone, right. a character that w- so much wanted to be stronger than anything else that it would kill and assimilate everything to become the strongest. Whereas, like Goku, just wanted to fight, right? And then he had, a, and then he had everyone's abilities, which is kind of a, a cop out because then it's not very much interesting you're doing in the fight itself. It's not like, oh, is the Kamehameha wave stronger than whatever? Go- he literally just uses everybody's moves, so it's, you know. <laughs> It's not, he's not actually all that interesting. He's more of a moron. Like, he's like the Goku <laughs> level of stupid, where it's like, I'm stronger than everyone on Earth. I win, but maybe they could get stronger, so I'm not going to win. I'm just going to, like, <laughs> fight them at 10% power for a long time for reasons. You know, but whatever. I don't want to bash it too much. Like, that, no, that's, that's just, fair. that is what it is. 
Listen, it was a great fan service ride. Yeah, no, it's it's like remember we we were talking about Food Wars and why like the season five is just unwatchable almost because the villain is just so throwaway carbon copy. He literally a carbon copy here. That's all he is. He he copies everybody's moves and he can like put them together. So like, what's your what is your motivation to as a watcher? to want to see anything that he could do when you're just seeing shit that other characters have already done in this series. So that's why like, you know, in season two of Dragon Ball Z, like it, the story was basically about the anointing of Gohan and that, that more or less carried it. It was like, you know, family issues. Vegeta didn't want to, uh, acknowledge that he had a son or that he could be a dad, which, you know, best dad award, is like like Vegeta and Piccolo are like sharing that shit. Oh God! One of them doesn't even have Goku. A kid. Goku's the worst father. Is oh my God! He's such a fucking horrible fucking. Ugh, Chi Chi is a dummy. <laughs> I I used to empathize with her when like they'd show her in the movies, like just getting frustrated at him all the time, like he's doing nothing but like training. They they need money, and then then wasn't there like an episode in Super where like. He tried to have a job, and then you kind of discovered that, like <laughs> Chichi was also like a like just an incredibly wasteful person, and you're like they both deserve <laughs> each other. Well, Living wasn't she like a she's fortune. like a princess or some shit? Yeah, like get out of here. <laughs> Has she ever worked? I've never seen her do anything. I haven't either. Damn. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what she. <laughs> I don't know the inner workings of. Goku's marital life. I don't think I, I think we probably shouldn't spend too much time thinking about the economic model of the Dragon Ball Z universe because then you a know lot they of things would be very questionable. Well, I think that was cool. That was pretty cool. Dragon Ball Super is a interesting series that probably overachieved which is crazy to say given what it is, the, the you know, the long awaited continuation of probably the most popular anime franchise ever to yeah. say that it over that it, for being bad and it overachieved because it was so like technically flawed is somewhat amazing but i think that's that's where we're at yeah yeah, yeah. it had its flaws i think it i personally i think it had some very good moments it had definitely had more flaws but yeah, it, overall, I'd give it like a a C. I'm I'm right there with you. I give it low a low C. I will never watch it end to end again. But there are moments that I'll go back and no. pull out and think that's super cool. It's the perfect cool. YouTube show. It's the yeah. perfect watch the clips on YouTube. Yes. Oh, totally and you're caught agreed. up. Totally it's agreed. Fair. Yeah. Because that's what I did. Yeah. You watch the Broly movie, and then when you're done with all that. And you want to see what could have been? Go watch GT. I'm a big, I'm a big like it's. It gets a bad rap, but that's just because it it had to change directions and morph into another thing. But like I I will stand and say that the dark Dragon Ball arc, which is the final arc basically of this of of GT, is mm-hmm. better than everything that's in Super. And at the time when it came out, and even like. You know, up until Super came out, I I was really down on it as sort of just being whatever. But having rewatched it, a lot of shit makes a lot more sense and is in canon and in line with the direction 
that you would expect Dragon Ball to go than what was happening. And also, Super Saiyan 4, far superior to any so, of the, like, maybe Ultra Instinct comes close. But Super yeah. Saiyan 4 is legit the shit. Yes. I, I That's a that's something that I'm confused about why they didn't bring that at least back. Because that, that looks so cool. So cool. You know what was interesting to me? The... What was it? Dragon Ball Super Heroes? Yeah, the, 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 there's like a, sh- I don't know, it's like a, it's animated, but they're like shorts or something. Yeah, yeah. And then they bring in, like, oh yeah, this is GT Goku over here, and he's got Super Saiyan 4. I was like, huh, that's, that's cute. Yeah, I would I see clips was, and think, like, nice when time. did they animate something for the, and then I realized it was like, it was that show. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. It, I'm not so married to any things that it hurts my spirit to know that it's not going to be canon. But it's like, in a perfect world, it would have gone Super Saiyan 4, then the, like, you know, sorry, it would have gone like 3, Golden Ozaru, which made perfect sense, into 4, into Ultra Instinct. Like, that mm-hmm. would have been the shit. But we'll never I can see that. Though, I like that they're using, they're kind of like explaining Broly, and uh, to to uh, the same degree, um, Kale, I think? Right. Kale? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is that, like, they're just able to use that form, but just without, like, turning into a monkey. Which I'm like, that's right. so cool. Like, uh, I don't know. I think So that close. They're actually. almost there. Yeah, yeah. They're ne- so close ne- Next time that. we can have this conversation about Boruto. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I won't have many good things to say about that. I, I don't have a lot <laughs> good to say, but uh, at least it's about something. But that's about yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's a good point. All right. I do like the concept of like bouncing energy off of energy, though. I mean, that was really nice. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. So, do you want to do uh, recommendations, or you got them? Anybody got them? Yeah, I definitely have recommendations. Um, mine's just gonna be really quick. I'm just doing Akame Ga Kill. Um, I refer to this anime as the Game of Thrones of anime. Ooh. Um. Or very similar to, like, let's say if you've ever played Danganronpa, or, um, how do I put it? It's not similar to, like, the gameplay loop of Danganronpa, but basically, if you like those kind of shows where you watch the show and you really like the characters, and then all of a sudden, niggas just start dying, and you don't know who's gonna die next, but as people die, new people come in, and then you get attached to people who are staying around, and then they die too... That's this that that's a comic got killed. Like a comic got killed is Game of Thrones anime, where it's just like anyone can catch an arrow, a bullet, a hammer at any moment. Damn. And I like I love it for that. It was it really took me out once to get because the first few episodes you really don't see it coming, and then once it starts happening, you're just like you're afraid for the rest of the series. <laughs> Because you're just like, who's dying next? Oh, my God. I'm just mad that people get washed the way they, they do, though. Like, I would oh, they do so them dirty. If, like, some of my faves didn't go out, like, just chumps. Yes, they, <laughs> do, they do them so... That's probably one of the draws, uh, to be honest. It's just, like, they get done so dirty. <clears throat> but also, it's a testament to the show because it's like they develop the characters, but they don't do that thing where they're like, oh, we're developing this character. That means they're about to die. Right. No, they'll develop some characters and then you'll forget about that bitch. And then you'll be like, oh my God, what? Right. So, 
a comet got killed. If you want a good old razzle out time, um, you know, good world building, revolutionary army, um, fucked up monarchy, um, etc. Cetera, et cetera. Like it definitely has, it has like something beyond just like a lot of sadism, a lot of mind breaks. Oh God, X Death oh, is Bay though, so I'm with it. Oof. Listen, I love X Death. I mean, I don't want to get like chained up or nothing, but like, yeah. Yeah, she good. Yeah, <laughs> so, just yeah. It's it's um, it's it's pretty good. I actually did not mind the ending for the anime either. Didn't oh yeah, yeah. It. That's a good point that the manga and the anime are diverge, but they're both actually pretty good. Yeah, I haven't finished the manga, but the anime ending was definitely like this is great. I don't mind recommending this to someone. Yeah, because like it has finality to it. They they wrap is, it up. The only thing about the manga is that because it's longer, it's just more like people you like getting killed in dirty oh, ways. God. Yeah, some of those deaths took me out. But yeah. yeah, I highly recommend that, you guys. It's 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 a fun ride. I think that's on Hulu, if I recall. Yeah, nice. that's on Hulu if you got Hulu. Cool. So if you're a fence sitter on Agretzko, which is currently on Netflix, I have to say that it is a great gateway show for people who aren't necessarily into anime or don't know very much about Japanese culture. My wife and I actually started watching it together um, when it first aired. And I think I kind of knew what a show like this could do, but it's still surprising how relatable it is, how funny it is. Each episode's about 15 minutes long. They get a lot in there. I think... The seasons vary from like maybe like eight to ten episodes so it's about you know two hours worth of of content per season they cover things that are very mundane and relevant no matter what you know your uh your background is uh and if you're not familiar with the show it's uh uh about a anthropomorphic animal it's a sanrio product so if you're familiar with you know the hello kitty universe like that's the style um but it's more realistic because it is placed in a it's a it's a show about an office lady basically um and that that doesn't tell you as much as it probably should an anime about an animal office lady i mean it's weird but by the third season which just came out uh maybe a month ago two months ago i'm not quite sure when it released but um you know they were dealing with idol culture like in a very frank way um not necessarily played for cuteness there's a i guess i'll probably should trigger warning that season because there is a um fan knife attack and then dealing with like the aftermath of having like your privacy violated and other things mixed on top of the rest of the plot of the show so there's a lot of things in there that are very relevant to adult life but they're presented in a very fantastical very simple uh aesthetically simple and and uh cute sort of sort of show but it's a it's a it's a it's a slice of life anime and it's good it's well written very well written um so that's my recommendation agretico on netflix this isn't i don't know if this counts as an anime or not you can recommend anything Oh, I'm gonna recommend the um, the Narmak animation YouTube video, <laughs> the uh, SpongeBob anime. Yes. Oh yes! No! no! Yes! Uh, uh, 
Oh, because God. wow, what what a beautiful homage to both anime and SpongeBob. Is this what I'm thinking of? Is this yes. the, like is this the one that we t- Oh my god. Bubble base. Get it. Yes. I <laughs> Is this the one where like they're breaking bones and shit? I don't I don't know. This is Well, he did the intros, right? And then he did like a full 15 minute Right. Yeah. Yeah, and oh it's done God. with it's done with subtitles. It's done with subs and then they're working on a dub. It's done expertly. And it's, 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 I don't know, it feels like an homage to anime, because it has that, there's that scene where, like, he's fighting Bubble Bass, and, like, he's, he, he powers up, and you see in the corner, Bubble Bass, in a separate, like, animation box, is like, oh no, and he pushes the border of the box out of the way, so he can keep punching Bubble Bass, and I'm like, oh, it's fucking brilliant. This is shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's what I recommend. <laughs> that's a heavy recommend. I like that one. <laughs> also shout out to uh ace vane on instagram doing the um marvel like overdub comedy like shorts those are hilarious i would also recommend those if you're looking for web web video but that's funny yeah that that narmax stuff <laughs> is tight the the spongebob intros though season one through three oh. yeah phenomenal so good and they're uh johnny johnny jojo video phenomenal fantastic yeah okay yeah then that's it thanks so much for having me on guys oh wait yeah tyler did you want to plug anything before you go you want to do anything via social media you don't have to put social media on here if you don't want to sure no it's fine um and then you have a podcast too i do i do in fact it is it is not out yet at the time of this recording but hopefully by the time it's released i'll have finished editing the first episode uh, it's called Me, the Boys, and the Void. Uh, it's kind of a... The the slogan is, we're here to distract you from the screaming ball of misery that is planet Earth. And uh, yeah, it's just good times. Nerd talk with... Uh, you know, we take a little drink break in the middle. But yeah, it's it's just a good times, good nerd stuff podcast. But yeah, that's uh, that's what I would that's what I would plug. Awesome. And so, yeah, I guess that's it for the episode this week. Um, oh, wow, that ended up... Okay, anyways. Um, <laughs> make sure you follow us on our social medias. We are anime underscore savants on Twitter still, because that motherfucker won't give up the account. And we are anime savants on instagram and the youtube is banging everybody so if you're looking to listen to just one particular segment just type in anime savants on youtube and our channel will come up there's over 50 videos on there so it is there's plentiful content for you to consume and then we also have some different kinds of videos coming soon where you'll actually see people's stuff whatever um that's all for this week i'm done Cool. You can you can uh, catch me on Twitter at Neural Handshake. Um, if you want to get these hands anytime, I'm trying to trying to stream more, trying to get some fighting games up. DBZ Fighters, come on, come on. Who's gonna fight you with DBZ Fighters? I'm gonna find somebody. Oh my god. Well, yeah, you guys want to fight James in DBZ Fighters? I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you, good fucking luck. <laughs> And from that laugh, you can already tell you're going to need it. Okay.
All right, see y'all next week. Bye. Peace out.